Hello, and welcome to Garcia Family Clinic and Bella Rejuvenation podcast series. This is your host, Dr. Josephine Garcia. Today we are going to be talking about naltroxone, particularly low-dose naltroxone. So what is naltroxone? It is the treatment that has been approved for opioid addiction and alcoholism. It's been around quite some time, but in 1985, further work was done in New York on actually what is the purpose of naltroxone in the body and how does it affect other organs or organ-based systems in the body. Research has been showing more recently that low-dose naltroxone, or LDN as we know it as, has potential benefits for patients with chronic pain, autoimmune diseases, and central nervous system disorders, such as Parkinson's. But what is naltroxone? What is the science behind LDN? Naltroxone is a mu opioid antagonist that is a mixture of two distinct shapes known as isomers. Research has proven and suggests that L-isomer binds to opioid receptors, while D-isomer binds to immune systems. So just to connect the dots, as an opioid antagonist, naltroxone, that is, binds to and blocks opioid receptors on cells. Because the opioid receptors are blocked only intermittently by low-dose naltroxone, the receptor sites rebound with increased and persistent production of endorphins. What are endorphins? Why are they so important? They're the ones that relieve pain and enhance your sense of well-being. These natural opioids are also very powerful in regulating an individual's immune system. So what is the purpose? Why would we want increased endorphin release? Well, we want less pain. We want less inflammation. We want to stimulate healing. We want to inhibit any type of poor or ugly tumor growth. Increased endorphin also reduce the death of, a big word here, oligodendrocytes that produce myelin in the brain and thereby increase the production of myelin to protect your brain and the nerve ending cells around the brain. So it has a lot of benefits when we can increase the endorphin release with LDN. What else does LDN do? Well, it blocks some of your non-opioid receptors, like people might have heard of TLR4, the toll-like receptor 4. This is thought to be how low LDN produces its anti-inflammatory effects. LDN has demonstrated the ability to reduce the severity of symptoms in certain inflammatory conditions, such as fibromyalgia, Crohn's disease, multiple sclerosis, and complex regional pain syndrome, otherwise known as CRPS. Okay, so it's also good. What's the downfall? What are the side effects? Why haven't we heard more? Why aren't more people on it? Side effects of LDN, it's tolerated by most patients, and the side effects are usually transient. However, you must take care when you're titrating, in other words, going down or increasing the dose of this medication. What are some common side effects? Common means anybody can pretty much have these side effects, not the rare zebra ones, but the common. So you could have some sleep disturbance, vivid dreams. You might have some GI upset, such as nausea. You might have mild headache or maybe a little bit more agitated. Again, they're transient, so they come and they go, and then they're gone. Uncommon side effects of LDN would be flu-like symptoms, a rash, feeling warmth on your skin, dizziness, increased fatigue. The following may require dose adjustments. Thyroid sensitivity in Hashimoto's patients, this would be required to supervise and maybe decrease the thyroid medication. In Parkinson's patients, agitation may be something that has to be monitored and a provider would have to really supervise and adjust the Parkinson medication. Liver enzyme elevation may respond to dose reduction. 
And patients with kidney disease should be monitored for any decline in renal function when on low-dose naltroxone. Those are the four main disorders that would need to be regulated while on LDN. Who cannot take LDN? Well, those patients who are also taking opioids, such as morphine, oxycodone, hydrocodone, etc. Why would it be important to monitor these patients on opioids? Because remember that the LDN blocks the opioid receptors. Therefore, none of those pain medications will work, and the patient will actually have intensified pain. So the patients that are taking those controlled substances are not a candidate for LDN. LDN is not commercially available, but can be compounded in various forms, liquids, capsules, sublingual drops, and topical creams. For patients with swallowing difficulties or GI side effects, liquid or capsule will be the optimal method of treatment. In closing, I'd like to tell you a little bit about what problems or disorders that individuals may find benefit in the use of LDN. So pain and inflammation, as I mentioned, Hashimoto's thyroiditis, autism, allergies and asthma, chronic puritis, itching, mood disorders, depression, bipolar disorders, Lyme disease, multiple sclerosis, Crohn's and ulcerative colitis, diabetic neuropathy, CRPS or complex regional pain syndrome, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, and autoimmune disorders. In summary, LDN has been proposed to be used in many different diseases. It's low cost, low side effects, and no known abuse potential. If you're a person of interest, please do contact us at Garcia Family Clinic or Bella Rejuvenation for more information. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Have a blessed day.